0: If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune into some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody.
1: Frank and Beans, a sex and relationship podcast. Where I'm Beth. And that means I'm Brian.
0: And we are talking about all of your favorite sex and relationship and smooching and nakedness and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And rubbing and humping.
1: Yeah. And the zippers. High school dry. <laughs> the high school dry humping. I
0: was going to say zippers being
1: undone. <laughs> so or you've got the over uh, the pants hand job.
0: OTPHJs. Yeah. There, yep. There it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't say it as fast as you. I'm like, it's my favorite. Over. It's- oh. <laughs> uh, T. <tea. laughs> Pants P. <pee. laughs>
0: it's because it's not your favorite acronym, right? Uh, right. <laughs> not, <you> know. <laughs> mm. Well, um, yeah. So, uh, for instance, last week, we were more of a political podcast, but yeah. we talked about articles of impeachment.
1: impeachment,
0: The impeachment trial of Slick Willie Clinton. So... We took a fun little history jaunt there that uh, that week.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I mean, a lot of podcasts kind of take a little jump. I've listened to, you know, true crime podcasts where they then take a stab at, like, paranormal shit.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is that, like, you know, it, it, it involves sex and relationships, obviously, you know, yeah. and... So, you know, just because it happened to be a particularly timely political episode doesn't mean it still wasn't about sex and relationships. So we're literally trying to cover, like, sometimes it's fun to just, like, cover a topic that is an actual history moment of sex and relationships, like the weird sex history episode.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: I was just talking about that this week when I was on someone else's podcast. Um, I was on uh, Guilty by Association with um, my good friend Snacks and uh, Milkshake, his co-host, and our good friend Mo Alexander was on with us, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were actually talking about that on the show. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that in the shout outs, but uh, definitely check that out. It was a great episode.
1: For sure. And if you like our episodes, or what was the podcast?
0: Oh, Guilty by Association?
1: Guilty by Association. You can leave both of us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and follow them on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Review our podcast on Facebook. We still have that one. Like, we're we're at like a 4.6 overall, because that one dude was (laughs) like... That one dude. That one dude.
0: I may have pissed off another lady on Twitter though too. Although it was funny because, because <laughs> <laughs> get this shit. She was like, "Oh, do you think your work at Frank and Beans the podcast would be happy to know?" And she like tagged Frank and
1: Beans. Oh no, shit!
0: I, I swear, like, like she was tattling on me or something. And I was like, "Lady, I don't think you know how podcasts work." <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you don't stop this, I'm gonna report you to Frank and Beans the podcast. I'm
0: gonna report you to brian oh yeah i
1: wish you would we'll do an episode (laughs) on you
0: (laughs) and i was like that's hilarious ma'am because if you think my co-host is on twitter you're dead wrong (laughs) that's my job
1: (laughs) he's he's too dumb to figure out twitter like
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's just you know he's got the facebook under control because he doesn't get banned like i am but um (laughs) you know Sometimes white people do just need to shut the fuck up,
1: though. I get it. I, I agree. <laughs> if if
0: you, uh, In case you didn't know, that's why I'm uh, currently back in the Facebook clink. It's because I said I yeah. think white people should just shut the fuck up sometimes.
1: You're just a repeat offender, like...
0: I am. I am. When you,
1: you get out on the streets, on the Facebook streets, for like five days, and... <laughs>
0: <laughs> i beat last time of 24 hours where <laughs> i get thrown back in
1: oh man they need to have like facebook parole for you honestly <laughs> they got their eyes on you
0: i wish they would just warn me before you know how like the very first time they're like this seems like something that might be flagged as offensive yeah. Like, if they just did that, like, I because I genuinely just didn't think that saying that white people should shut the fuck up sometimes would be offensive. But.
1: I've read worse on there, you know? Thank you.
0: Mm. Thank you. Well,
1: anyway, Alexander agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't feel like a review is just enough to show your appreciation for us, we do have a Patreon over at pat r-e-o-n dot com slash frankenbeans all spelled out um we've got some cool swag up there you can get t-shirts you can get stickers you can get buttons um you can win a date a virtual date with beth franzak um (laughs) what else (laughs) custom Um, t-shirts yeah custom t-shirts i really like the pride ones we did those were yeah those were super fun yeah, and for as low as three dollars donation, Ooh, we
0: should we should make special St. Paddy's Day ones. That's Ooh, right around the corner.
1: That is right around the corner. I like it. I'll mm-hmm. figure out something. Yeah, yeah, but for as low as three dollars, we'll give you a little personalized. Yeah, beer crack. Drinking your honor. Cheers to you. Tell your oh, grandma yeah. happy birthday. <laughs> Say fuck you to the dude that ghosted you um
0: clap back at the lady on twitter for you
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah or we'll even you know promote your business or whatnot for low low prices three dollars
0: that's right
1: yeah also don't be afraid to get in our dms on facebook or twitter is that how twitter works can have- yes
0: there are okay. dms yeah
1: <laughs> cool. so you can do that on facebook and twitter you can also email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think if you have any um, ideas for shows if you have any questions if you have any rants we love it all we love to talk to you guys
0: yeah yeah hell yeah so brian are you ready for the fuck yeah news story of the week
1: fuck yeah fuck
0: yeah, fuck yeah new story of the week.
1: Fuck. The story of the week. Of fuck,
0: yeah. Ikea. Well, Brian, Victoria's Secret fans are praising its body-inclusive swimsuit campaign. Yes, Kirby Queen.
1: Yeah, okay, good.
0: Hell yeah. So, Victoria's Secret is making waves with its new spring swimsuit campaign. Though physical catalogs won't hit mailboxes until March 1st, the retail brand launched its online campaign for the 2021 Spring Swim collection on Monday. Titled Destination Swim, the seaside shoot features two curve models, recent Vogue cover star Paloma Mm Elsassor and Dutch beauty Jill Courtleave in a move that's being hailed for its body inclusivity.
1: Good for them.
0: I'm really happy to see you incorporating some curvy girls in your campaigns, one commenter responded to a shoot of El Cesar, modeling a coral bikini for the campaign, which also stars Iman Haman and Taylor Hill. Keep it up. I like this change, read one comment, while another follower added, it's so good to see Victoria's Secret promoting all body types. Love it.
1: Yeah. Um and at one time weren't they in trouble for not including
0: Um different I think it sizes? was just not necessarily in trouble but it was just like you know they were called out for it um uh-huh. and you know I think it's Important to celebrate, you know, obviously, all be body positive for all different types. And absolutely, you know, honestly, this is what women look like today. And we should be celebrating it. We should be making clothes for our size. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think it's plus size, I think it's just size. You know, that's what a, a woman's body looks like.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. So, fuck yeah, Victoria's Secret.
1: Fuck yeah, Victoria's Secrets. Beth, let's get right into our topic today i'm kind of excited about this one um this is always something that's like "Hmm," you know it's on the tip of everyone's tongue but they just kind of
0: i think this is the antithesis of our show
1: yeah yeah so today we're going to be talking about repressed sexuality which if this is yeah i mean sometimes i kind of deal with this so this will be interesting Oh, okay. Mm. So, what exactly is (laughs) repressed sexuality? Sexual repression is a state in which a person is prevented from expressing their own sexuality. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Sexual representation. I'm sorry. Separate. Goodness. Sexual (laughs) representation. Repression. repression. Goodness. (laughs)
0: Let
1: me start over. (laughs) Sexual repression is often linked with feelings of guilt or shame being associated with sexual impulses. Um, If you're dealing with sexual sexual repression, even the word sex could could trigger embarrassment or shame.
0: This reminds me of, like, my, you know, 10, 11, 12-year-old self,
1: Mm -hmm. where it
0: was just like, you know, oh, my God, ooh, we don't talk about sex. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it just was like, you just... Wanted to crawl into a corner when you heard it. You know? I remember
1: being fifteen, and like my mom knew that I had had sex by that point. Like, um, <laughs> was she
0: at the movie theater? Not,
1: she, <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Did she, she did, did she
0: go to see The Truth About Cats <laughs> and Dogs?
1: She did have to buy my ticket. <laughs> she did have to buy my ticket because I was under the age to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But oh my god, that's um, yeah, I remember like being fifteen and watching uh, Where the Day Takes You. Uh, uh yeah yeah and there's that uh shower sex scene and i'm like oh god this
0: is <laughs> <there to say. laughs> right
1: Ooh. i mean
0: i can remember being an adult and going to with the, uh, i forget what movie it was with my parents and it was like it was one where it's like robert de niro and like a bunch of old dudes like getting their comeback you know like come up uh-huh. it's like one of them as like a bachelor party or something and it's like old people getting frisky and then like <laughs> I'm like, I am in a movie theater with my parents. I'm 30 some odd years old and I am crawling into my own skin. <laughs> like, these sex scenes with like, yeah. So uh, anyway, um, but yeah, in short, repression refers to deep seated negative feelings around the very idea of sex. Uh, common themes and behaviors include shame and distress associated with sexual fantasies guilt and other negative feelings after sex or masturbation mm. difficulty enjoying healthy consensual sex negative self-talk after sexual thoughts or activity believing your body is unattractive or unworthy of sex
1: mm, boo
0: boo on all that that is like the opposite of me
1: yeah hmm yeah, and just like with the fuck yeah news story of the week. Like, right.
0: My body yeah. is very worthy of sex. So if anybody would like to have sex with it, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Get an MDF. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
1: All very interesting stuff. So, yeah. what is sexual repression not?
0: What is not?
1: It's not the same as sexual frustration, which mm-hmm. will probably be an episode
0: oh, that is a, right? Okay, I'll your write it down. Get <laughs> get right, it down. <laughs> right. We've been struggling for ideas lately. So. Right. Of course <laughs> you yeah. get picked up
1: by a network and we're like, uh, uh, uh
0: Right. Uh, we know, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: what, what is the definition of is? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a throwback to slick Willie. <laughs> oh.
1: So, it's also not asexuality or lack of sexual attraction. Right. We we covered that one.
0: Yeah, we did talk about that a little bit.
1: A little bit. Uh, It's not disinterest in sexual experimentation or casual sex. It's also not limited sexual experience. Mm Hmm. Um, Not wanting to try things like oral sex, anal sex, BDSM, or sex with multiple partners doesn't mean you're repressed.
0: Right. Just because you don't have interest in things that are like beyond like vanilla normal sex doesn't mean that you're oppressed right it just that's your thing you know we know plenty of people that are like happily vanilla yeah yeah
1: yeah, I, I think there was a meme that was like not everyone needs to be set on fire and hit by a geo metro in order to come. Like <laughs>
0: Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> like we we get
1: it. Like Yeah. You don't you don't have to explore. Like the right. idea of me being tied up even though it's never happened, I don't like the idea of it. I don't like the idea of giving up that much control. No. You know?
0: I feel like they're going to take my wallet and I'll never see them again. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I'll be stuck there having to try to call the cops with my toes or train the dog how to do it. Right. See and then I, just gotta, see
1: then I just got a Viagra boner and now what? <laughs> I yell for the, the neighbors to come save me?
0: Right. Hope the Alexa on the TV can hear me from the other room. Um... <laughs> right. <laughs> so what causes sexual repression, though, Brian? Mm. Um typically sexual repression happens in response to restrictive ideas or attitudes about sex right yes yeah so and the first you know obviously our first introduction to this or lack thereof i guess you could say is how we were raised right Mm -hmm. yeah so maybe you learned in childhood that sex was unpleasant or just for marriage yep which, yeah, that was like obviously growing up in a Catholic household. It's mm-hmm. like you just didn't talk about it, and sex was only for marriage, and you know, I, it's funny because, okay, I, I know you don't watch Bridgerton, but <laughs> like the movie or the show Bridgerton, it's like very hot right now on Netflix, and mm-hmm. but it's like a it's like a period piece from like back in the day. and like basically, women just didn't tell girls about sex, right? Yeah. They didn't tell them about it at all. Like, they had no idea how babies were made. And then, like, yeah. So, it's, it's without getting too far into the show, this girl finally has sex with, like, you know, she marries this guy. She finally has sex. And then she discovers, like, how amazing it is. And she's like... Wow, yeah, it's like they probably don't tell you about it because then you wouldn't ever do anything else in your All life. Right. It's like welcome to being a twelve year old boy, ma'am. Right. <laughs> so anyway, um but yeah, like say your parents may have told you that masturbating or thinking about sex was sinful, you know, like sure. that's a lot of not just Catholic households, but you know, anybody pretty much who grew up in Christianity.
1: Yeah, well, also, like, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast before, like, you know, boys grow up with this myth that, like, you're going to get hairy palms or you oh, go blind yeah. or, you know, yeah. And that is just kind yep. of like, ooh.
0: Yep, definitely. So, um, also, um, yeah, maybe you simply absorb them from watching other people as you grow up, you know, like, sure. you know, not necessarily like – um church or school, you know, like your parents or whatever, but like maybe in school you saw one of the more promiscuous girls get in trouble for wearing something, you know, sexy in school or something. So there's like this shame associated with it, you know, that you're going to get in trouble.
1: Yeah. And if, if, you know, somebody lost their virginity early in life and that rumor got started around school, like.
0: I still remember the name of the girl who allegedly got fingered in sixth grade, like (laughs) still to this day. (laughs)
1: and that was huge like and and did you want to be talked about in that manner Ashley Long I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you're a very nice
0: person I don't know whether or not that really happened but there was a great deal of shame associated with it so sure uh, so anyway, again, religious upbringing—you know, yeah, there's a lot, one. a lot, a lot of shame associated with it, um, based on sex. Um, also, warnings about STDs and pregnancy, right? So, yeah, that's like, one
1: I've never thought of before, but that makes a lot of sense,
0: right? Like, we learned are, about
1: STDs and pregnancies early. Oh yeah, early like before I think we even learned about uh, sex.
0: Yeah, like I think that we probably—I remember in fifth grade was like the first time that, like, when we started learning about periods and stuff, like. Like, when they took the boys aside and the girls aside, and then it was, like, on, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, and then, oh, caretakers failing to have healthy discussion around sex, right? So, right. this is, like, totally my household. Like, my mom just did not have the talk with me, right? Mm-hmm. Did not. And of course, obviously, my dad wasn't going to have that talk with me. <laughs> like, he yeah. didn't live with us. Like, I saw him like once a month. So it was kind of like, okay, you know, definitely did not have the talk with either one of them. Like, the only reason that I luckily ended up having like, a healthy sex talk at some point in time was because my sister was 7 years older than me and then mm. like after the first time I had sex I was like oh my god Jane <laughs> 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 I have something to tell you and I don't know what to do <laughs> like, yeah. and she was like yeah duh, it's not a big deal like people have sex your age and it's well maybe not my age I was 15 but yeah she's like you need to go to like the hospital or whatever like get birth control just pretend I'm your mom <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just don't fuck anymore if you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, like, thankfully my sister didn't shame me. Otherwise, I would have never had any sort of talk, like, about it at all whatsoever.
1: Sure. Yeah. I never had the talk either. I think I, I mean, I had sex way too early. And
0: <laughs> See, I think that's have- the norm for our age, though. And I think yeah. that having healthy sexual discussion, like, with your kids is so important because... Then your kid just doesn't randomly have sex just to, like, find out how it goes, you know?
1: Yeah, and I feel like that was more uh, my motive behind it was, like, oh, let's find out what all the hubbub's about.
0: Uh, that's exactly why I did it. I was, like, let's just get this over with. I was, like, sure. the pioneer of my friend group. And then, then after it happened, I was, like, don't do it, all of no. you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was terrible.
1: Oh, not worth it. No. Hmm.
0: Mother by Dan was playing in the back It was terrible. So if he starts playing that song, just don't take your clothes off.
1: All right. <laughs> don't do it. You've been warned. Mm-hmm. So, also, um, past sexual traumas can cause this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, a history of sexual trauma can also factor into repression.
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. um, Rape and sexual abuse can cause significant, long-lasting emotional pain.
0: hmm Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. mm-hmm. Um, thoughts of sex might trigger memories of further distress, uh, making it difficult difficult to enjoy or want sex. Yeah, that's really yeah. like, I
0: feel terrible about that, you know. It's, it's
1: yeah, really unfortunate. Be, I remember growing up and like one of our neighbors, he was an older guy who was probably in his 40s or whatnot. And he married this one woman who was like another neighbor. Well, she had a daughter who was my age. And she would tell us, like, they would just fuck in front of her. And (gasps) and that's got to be, yeah, that's got to be so weird. And I don't know, to like, uh, to grow up with that and then have that as your idea of what sex is.
0: That is so horrific.
1: Right. Ugh. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's very, very strange.
0: Well, and, like, how awful that, like, sex is, like, one of the great parts in life. And then to, like, yeah. have it be ruined for you by someone else at, like, a young age or even yeah. not at a younger age, you know? Maybe you're even an adult and you know how wonderful sex was at one point, And then all of a sudden you have, like, you're raped or sexually assaulted. And then, like, bam, one of the good parts in life is now ruined for you. Like, yeah, it's so horrible.
1: mm mm That's got to be terrible.
0: But then naturally, you're still going to have those feelings. Like, you know what I mean? And then every time you have one of those feelings, it's going to take you back to that horrible place. Like, that's so...
1: Yeah, no fun.
0: So another thing that can cause it is a history of bad consensual sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's say you have had a lot of bad consensual sex you might decide all sex is the same and question your desire for a different experience. So yeah, you know, again, you're repressing all of it because it's like, well, it's just going to be awful, but then you still have this natural inclination towards it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, Also gender roles in society, right? So Mm -hmm. gender roles in society can have a huge fact of, of impact on sexual repression. Uh, like, if women enjoy sex, they're seen as sluts, right?
1: Which is so ridiculous.
0: Just so ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, get, get that antiquated idea out of your mind. Yeah. Sex is made to be enjoyed naturally. It's We're supposed to enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. It wouldn't feel good if we weren't meant to enjoy it. Whoever, exactly. whoever or whatever is the reason that sex exists, whether it be a god, if you believe in that sort of thing, or if you believe that nature just created it to help us with procreation, it's supposed to feel good. So don't ever feel bad for enjoying it.
1: Absolutely. Period. Yep.
0: But boys might grow up believing that they have a right to sex and that it's okay if women don't enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, I, I can't believe anytime that I see a woman who puts like a picture of herself that looks good on Facebook and I know there's going to be that one guy who replies stunning, like, uh, yeah. ugh, that is the, the most disgusting thing ever. Like you're, just because you call a woman stunning doesn't mean that she's going to pay attention to you. Doesn't right. mean that you're, but like, this is the way, and you see this with older men, um, Maybe in their forties, fifties, to where they think that like Facebook is just an online um, women grab meat it's a market. market. Yeah, yep. And if I reply stunning, I'm going to get my dick wet. That's not how this works. You no, know?
0: after she gets her finger out of her back of her throat, <laughs> she's going to unfriend you with yeah. a click of that same finger. Okay,
1: right. <laughs> There he is. But it is weird to grow up like that because I'm kind of on the tail end of that to where, you know, it It was kind of the norm. Like, oh, if you buy okay, a woman like, dinner, that was, if you that buy was like drinks.
0: Not to, not to speak all the dead, but your dad was a huge defender of
1: that. He was the guy that would comment stunning. Yes. That, that was him, for sure. For but sure. see,
0: you're the generation that like got beyond that. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And realize that, like, just because you buy a woman a steak only means that she's going to eat the steak. That's the only, like,
0: right. effect
1: there. Like, I buy right. steak, she eats steak. Right. No. That's
0: it. You that's get it. to watch her eat steak. That's it. That's yeah.
1: all you're entitled to. And if that's your thing, have fun with that. But that's the right. only thing you get. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of weird, like, being on the tail end of that and, like, oh, you're I'm supposed sure. to respect women i don't know
0: yeah no i'm sorry
1: yeah so another thing that can cause it is sexual orientation um many children if not all children Mm -hmm. uh, learn directly or indirectly that only men and women should have sex with each other wrong wrong yeah so Um, wrong so wrong
0: although this this generation is really getting a I think the Gen Z is like getting a good uh, burst into like anyone can have sex with anyone and that's okay and I'm yeah. really happy to see that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And they don't have. I mean, this episode will not do well with our Gen Z uh, demographics because they're like, "What the fuck is this? People right? do this? Yeah,
0: know? it's like, no, this is just <laughs> us telling our generations quit being stupid. Yeah, we were raised wrong. <laughs> okay, we were raised so wrong. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So when feelings don't align um, with these norms, one might repress feelings in order to avoid rejection. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. The one thing I did see about this recently was like that just made my heart break was like this little girl. She was probably, I think, like maybe eight or nine years old. Like Mm -hmm. she just mentioned that she had a crush on another little girl in school Mm -hmm. and like she literally got expelled. And it made me so mad. Like,
1: that's insane.
0: She's a little kid and she's just expressing this, like, big deal. You know what I mean? Like, how can you expel a child for that? It wasn't even a Christian school. Like, that's what made me so mad about it.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That makes no sense.
0: So, yeah, naturally, like, that child is going to repress those feelings for however long. Like,
1: right. Just to fit in the box and be a normal girl. And Mm -hmm. God, that's so sad. Them. Ugh. Also, people who are transgendered, uh, non binary, or gender non conforming may have even more complicated and difficult experiences leading to repression. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. You know, they don't know. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, like, they literally don't even, like, they haven't recognized that who they are to the right. core of their being is okay. You know, like, they haven't even acknowledged yet that, like, a- acknowledging that their own gender is who they are, like accepting that who they feel that they are, who they they know they are is okay, mm-hmm. let alone dealing with how they address other people a- in a loving way, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's another thing, like in sex education, we learn that people either have a penis or they have a vagina, mm-hmm. but there are people who have both. There are people who have something in between.
0: There are people who were born with the wrong one.
1: Right. And we didn't learn that. And I can only imagine, like, I mean, nobody knows the people around them when they're in sixth grade. Right. But I can only imagine that somebody was sitting there like, what the fuck? This isn't even me. Like, right. I don't see myself up there in these two examples. Like,
0: Imagine even being our age. Like, okay, we probably spent half of our lives not really even knowing anything about transgender, non-binary, gender, non-conforming, like anything. like No. Up until we, we were in our 20s, that just wasn't even a thing. So imagine right. being that person and dealing with that and then just being like, well, I don't even want to think about anything sexually because I don't even really understand why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling about my own genitalia, let alone someone else's. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I remember I was working at a hotel... Um, this was probably mm, let's say seven years ago, six or seven years ago, and this was when the whole um, bathroom issue was hot. About yeah. like you know, you've got men and you've got women. Oh, and gosh. This I always maintenance... think of
0: Cliff where He's like, where people go, PP and TT. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there was this maintenance guy who was like, I don't want these transgendered u- people using the bathroom with my grandson. And it's like they've been doing it their entire life. Exactly.
0: You think that's the first transgender person who's
1: shared a bathroom with your son? You're wrong, sir. You're wrong. You and are... transgender does not equal pedophile. Like, Thank you. Where you even came up with crossing those two paths is the start of your problem. Like, exactly.
0: Ugh. Yep.
1: Do you think they were just shitting in the woods until now? They're like, oh <laughs> yeah.
0: They were like literally <laughs> hiding out in the woods until twenty twenty and then like right. Oh, we can use a bathroom now.
1: Public ba- restrooms are Sweet. available to us. Oh man!
0: Charge <laughs> like <Yeah>. everybody, and <laughs> they just come flooding out of the woods.
1: Like, right. no, What that's... did you think was happening before this? Like, right? Come on.
0: Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, what? ...can be the unfortunate results from repressing your own sexuality. Mm. Turns out, a lot of things. As uh, our friend Sigmund Freud was one of the first to explore and write about, the idea of sexual repression he cautioned that repressing sexual urges could have unwanted consequences.
1: Absolutely. Was Sigmund Freud the first Frank or Bean?
0: I think maybe he was one (laughs) of the first. I mean, he was definitely (laughs) one of the first people to openly talk about this stuff. And people thought he was a weirdo. You know, I mean, guaranteed he was not a perfect man, but he definitely pioneered discussing this stuff openly. Yeah. You know. And so a lot of people have like an image of him as being a perv. But realistically, like, we're all, oh, my gosh, what was I just watching the other day? It was Nikki Glazer, It had Nikki Glazer on it. And she was like, um, oh, it was that, um, I don't know, we should do a thing about um, OnlyFans. It's like this Netflix uh, thing about OnlyFans. Okay. And re- or maybe it was on Hulu. I can't remember which one it was on. But she was talking about, um, you know, like, How she just, like, talks about it all the time and, like, people think she's a weirdo. (laughs) Like, it's like, really, we're not. We all talk about this stuff and we all do it all the time. Why do we feel weird talking about it, you know? Sure. But um, some of the effects can have far-reaching implications for your emotional well-being, right? Yeah, you bet. But there are also many other consequences.
1: Yeah, and I mean, in the extreme... Example of this would probably be, like, um, Jeffrey Dahmer.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, that what? guy,
1: yeah. Yeah. If you ever, you know, um, they made a movie, My Friend Dahmer, and it's about his his days in high school. And how he had this crush on this jogger who would run past his house every day. And in the mm-hmm. movie, I don't know if this was in real life, but in the movie, the jogger turned out to be his um, physician. And, like... When, when the doctor goes to do the squeeze and cough, like, Jeffrey gets a boner.
0: Pops a huge bone, yeah.
1: Yeah, and the doctor's like, yeah, put your pants back on now. And then just, oof, you know? Which, by
0: the way, is not something a real doctor would do. Like, a real doctor would be like, that's very natural. It happens. Right, that's you a know physical what I mean? response
1: like, to exactly. physical touch and stimulation. Like, Guarantee
0: it wasn't the last person in that hour that popped a bone during that happening. You uh, know?
1: Fair. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But... Yeah, in the most uh, extreme cases, you're looking at a Jeffrey Dahmer. All right. Um, Another result from this could be physical consequences. You Mm -hmm. could have body tension. You could have trouble sleeping, difficulty with orgasm or premature ejaculation, Mm. or even pain and discomfort during sex. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess if you're just, like, if you have all that anxiety built up towards sex, then the actual act of it is not going to be enjoyable.
1: Right. No, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So, you can also experience emotional distress. So, reluctance to act on sexual desires. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can have sex-related fear and anxiety. You can also experience guilt associated with sexual desires. Or Uh harsh self-judgment for sexual thoughts. Yeah. which I think is like what a lot that is speaking of the serial killer stuff that's a lot mm-hmm. of the serial killer stuff like
1: sure yeah Ugh. yeah yeah so uh the more we dive into this I feel like I don't have very much <laughs> sexual repression yeah I know um, I was like
0: Brian I think you're wrong when you said that initially <laughs> okay
1: fair. I may kind of like hold back because you know of um yeah, maybe just being being judged or whatever for like, oh, I want to do this. And then it's like, oh, you're a weirdo.
0: Oh, well, you know? yeah, I definitely I understand kinda, that. Yeah.
1: I might kind of reel it in a little bit, but... Sure. Yeah.
0: Right, like, you yeah. know, like... Okay, like going back to like the the what what in the butt episode we were like Sure. You're like I'm a dude and I like my butt played with, you know. It's that's like true. there's but you repress that as a guy because why? Because people have associated it with being gay. Like it doesn't mean you're gay if you like your butt nope. played with.
1: You know, if I want a woman to play with my butt that's not gay.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but that's just it, it's like all these fucking stereotypes and bullshit that like make people regress. Yeah. When who cares what society thinks? Society right. isn't in your bedroom, okay?
1: If it feels good and you're okay with trying it. Fucking do it. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, let's see. Another result of this can be uh, difficulty sustaining romantic relationships. And that makes a lot of sense. And you see that also you, in serial killers. You um, actually
0: skipped when.
1: Oh, did I? Oh my yeah. God, I, I did. That's okay. So, um, but yeah, also difficulty accepting your sexual orientation, which yes. probably leads into difficulty sustaining romantic relationships.
0: A hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, because, again, like, if somebody isn't sexually satisfied in their relationship, like, Mm -hmm. you know, whether that be, like, accepting your sexual orientation, like, how many people do you know or have you heard of in your life that, like, end up marrying a woman who are actually a homosexual man? But it's because, like, society makes them regress all of these, like, you know, like, abnormal behavior when really it's just who they are as a person and they've been regressing it. And then they're unhappy in this, you know, fake relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, eventually that's not... Eventually, hopefully, they'll have this come-to-Jesus moment with themselves where they realize, I don't have to be in this relationship anymore. I can go and be myself and be happy and let this other person be happy, too,
1: you know? Exactly. Yeah. There's a woman at my new job, which I fucking love, by the way. Yay! Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so
0: exciting. I forgot to talk about that earlier. Even
1: Nicole's like, I don't know what to do with you when you're in a good mood when you come home. (laughs) I don't have to listen to you complain for two hours. (laughs) You're like, I can think of a few things. (laughs) (laughs) But there's this this woman at my work who is a lesbian, and she has a wife. They're married. and And it's so nice and refreshing. I've only been in the office for the last week. But it's so nice and refreshing that she's so she's so comfortable and able to talk about it and yeah. happy about it. And it's, it's not a, a big deal, but it's, it's nice to finally like, she can be that open and that happy. Well, as every, yeah. Anyone else, you know, remember when and,
0: Wendy love edge, our good friend was on our show and she was talking yeah. about how she was like for years, like she didn't come out as a lesbian until she was like in her forties. And, yeah. you know, like she was like, I was living this life that just wasn't me for so long and repressing the sexuality, you know, that
1: yeah. existed
0: inside me for most of my life, you know?
1: Yeah, well, it's just, it's, it's I don't know. It's, it's the school. Schools are the problem. Schools and
0: religion, <laughs> definitely.
1: Yep. yep.
0: So one of the other really negative things that can happen, and this is like really one of the like perpetuating problems that comes from this, is negative attitudes towards others that come from mm. repressed sexuality. And this is negative use towards other people who freely express their sexuality. So people who have casual sex or people with different orientations, like if you're repressing your own sexuality, you're going to be one of these like Bible thumper weirdos who are like, no, that's wrong because the Bible says so or whatever and blah, blah, blah. blah. When in all reality, you're just mad at that person for living their true self. Like,
1: hey, there it is.
0: You know what I mean? (laughs) Or, and that's just it, it's like, or people who have casual sex, like, you know, I'm sure people look at me and they're like, oh my God, what a, like, even though I haven't had sex in a while, (laughs) a long (laughs) while, um, I, I, people probably, me and are like, oh, like, you know, you just have casual sex or whatever. And it's like, well, not lately, but, um, (laughs) 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 but you know, it's like, oh, well, who cares? You know, like it's none of your business. If I'm happy doing that, then that's my business and not your business. Exactly. So they're going to, you know, they're just mad at me because they're not out having fun and like banging hot dudes and whatever, you know, like they're just hating. Yeah. They're hating.
1: That's it. Yeah. And it's like, I, I would say majority of the people who are pedophiles or who you yep. know end up committing sexual assaults are probably this type to repressed, where they're, like, yep. they're repressed yep and i mean there's been plenty of serial killers who are like go after the um the hookers and whatnot only because they're considered like the less dead and the police are probably right not gonna put or down, rapists
0: you know, in general these are people who have this repressed sexuality built up you know they're probably living these normal lives btk Mm -hmm. look at btk BTK. he's the guy who's like this head of this church who's like you know probably everyone thinks is so normal and probably shames people for going out and like living like their you know free sexuality but then look at look at what happens when you let that build up
1: and look at yeah and look at what he did i mean he would like oh, just the the sexual sadism that he performed before murdering people. Or then he would even, like, I don't know if you can find these pictures online, none of the victims, but um, where he would, like, dig a grave and then tie himself up and dress as a woman and, like, put a noose around his neck and have a and just like the weirdest shit but on the outside this guy was like you said he was a church leader and he was very respected in his community yeah and, and x y and z and i went around Joe. talking
0: about how people who have sex freely are weirdos and mm-hmm. are going to hell and all this and that when in all reality that's all he wanted yep and then Oops. you know another thing is this is kind of we touched on this i guess a little bit but you know, people who repress their own sexuality will have problems with sexual partners who do express their desire to explore, right? So maybe this is the person who's been, you know, in church their whole life, told that, like, you know, other stuff is, like, weird or bad, and then when their partner is like, hey, I really would like it if you, you know, would X, Y, Z, then they're like, "Oh, they're, like, appalled by it, and then their partner feels shame, and then they... You know, really don't. I mean, I guess maybe they still feel shame, but you know, it's that repressed sexuality that makes them turn towards their partner and make the partner feel shame for asking for things that are different or out of the ordinary or out of the ordinary. When right. in all reality, it's probably very ordinary. Sure. Um, also, I, I you might. A, yeah, yeah sorry, no, that's but... okay. The, and then you also, it also can lead to an inability to ask for
1: what you want. And see, maybe that's where my biggest thing is because like I may want something I may want to try something okay I'm just gonna like mm, maybe I'll reel it in and just okay
0: because you're afraid that it's gonna be seen a certain way okay sure don't be afraid yeah. Brian just ask for it
1: just ask for it the what's worst the worst thing... she can say no <laughs> and then like that boop
0: re- boop you on the nose or something you're like oh <laughs> <right>. silly Brian <laughs> boop <laughs> that
1: reminds me of one of the memes that was up on the Facebook page that everyone listening should go and follow right now. <laughs> it was it was that train meme, you know? And it's, it's um so there's like a car stuck on the tracks and there's a train coming and it says the worst thing she can say is no and then the train hits the truck and it says, Ew <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: I saw that one. But that's hilarious. <laughs> it's perfect for this episode. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, so you can also have confused sexual boundaries. Mm-hmm. This is very important because boundaries yeah. are yep. essential. Yeah. Difficulty creating bo- or creating and enforcing personal boundaries around sex.
0: Boom, bingo. Yep. yep.
1: And that's yeah, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you want to say no, you may not feel able to. Ooh. That's interesting, and that's yeah. terrifying at the same time. Right. right? Yeah. But
0: again, it goes back to the one where think about like girls or, you know, how they were saying like boys might feel entitled to sex and then girls may feel like they have to give it to them or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like
1: yeah. all
0: that like instillment from childhood of what is and what should and shouldn't be is really what creates yeah. all this.
1: Oof, that is so dangerous. Yeah. Um, if you believe you're entitled to sex, you may not understand the importance of consent or respect boundaries.
0: Bingo. See? Yep.
1: Yeah. And that's dangerous. Like, no means no. Doesn't mean buy me another drink. Doesn't mean wait 10 minutes and try again. Doesn't mean... Nope. No means no.
0: Right. Absolutely. And accept that
1: and walk away and respect those boundaries. hmm That can get so dangerous.
0: Yep. And, like, honestly, you know, again, like, okay... The at its worst, this repressed sexuality will lead to poor impulse control and depravity. So, not just like you know, again, the serial killers, but also think like Catholic priests,
1: yeah, or you know, think about the Cub Scout leaders or the, yep, you know,
0: people that I mean, are in these positions of power that have yeah. all this repressed sexuality. Mm-hmm. that end up with very poor impulse control and end up depravity with having depravity because of all this built up repressed sexuality and now to a point where it leads to impulse control.
1: Yeah. And I mean, for the most part, it, to me, the Catholic priest thing is the weirdest thing because you've taken a vow against or taken a vow of celibacy. Right. So how in your mind does it make sense to then have l- little boys below you like because no. the people
0: that are like that are they're they get in it because that's where the victims are.
1: Mm.
0: They're already past that
1: point. Gotcha. But I just like you've taken a vow of celibacy. This is not a loophole.
0: Right. No, like, but he- but people who end up as priests are already Well, the ones that have this problem—I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying the ones that do have this problem are already way past that. Like they're willing to lie to get there. They're already,
1: yeah, yeah. All right. So, what can we do about this sexual repression? Uh, Understand that it is real, and it is most likely not your fault. Bingo!
0: Like we said, this is a lot of this is built into us from childhood.
1: Yep, how you were raised, what you were taught in school or, or in church, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: all of the, you know, that's the thing. Like school and 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 whatnot is supposed to make us smarter, but I don't think it does. No,
0: a lot of it is meant to just control us, and that is at the yeah. end of the day a true fact. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Also, practice mindfully accepting sexual thoughts. Remember, it's normal. You mm-hmm. know. If you see a hot guy at the gym and he's doing that thing where they like lift their pelvis up, and you're just like, "That's pretty sexy." Like, don't I wish that like was me under there. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Like, I'd like to be on this way or that way or to do that. Like, just let it go, girl or guy, whatever. Have fun
1: with it. Yeah. Yes. The, the The important part is to remember that impulse control because I remember like. Someone telling me, we can't control the thoughts that come into our head, but we control what we do with those
0: Absolutely, yes. So if you want to go home and jerk off about thinking about the guy in the gym, go for it.
1: Yeah. There's some fucked up things that pop up in my head. I'm like, Brian, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. But it's that Brian, what the fuck is wrong with you that makes the difference between me and and a mass murderer. 100%.
0: Yeah. Bingo.
1: The next thing you can do is read up on sex positivity and listen to your favorite podcast, Frank and Beans. I was
0: just gonna say, listen (laughs) up on sex positivity by listening to Frank and Beans all
1: the time. Yeah, because we encourage, like, we don't slut shame. Um, In fact, I think like we're one of the types of people who are taking the term slut back. Yeah, go go be a slut if that makes you happy. Right, be safe and be careful. Yes, but and consent. Yeah, I seek
0: consent always, but other than that, do whatever the hell you want.
1: If it feels good, do it. If nice. that's what you want, go for it. Like, no one's going to stop you.
0: A hundred percent. So, also get comfortable with your, uh, your own body. Mm-hmm. Look at yourself in the mirror naked. Okay, quick fun fact. When I first started doing comedy and I was practicing, like, being shameless, I would mm-hmm. literally practice in front of the mirror with my shirt off. <laughs> Okay, and no way I would just get super comfortable looking at myself, being like, "You look like an idiot." There's no way, like, you know what <laughs> I mean, like that. And I used to do this all the time, like just. But the more comfortable you get with looking at yourself naked, the yeah. more comfortable you're going to be with yourself naked.
1: Well, and also the the more confident you're going to be when you actually get on stage and you got a shirt on.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, that's a little mind trick right there that you just pulled. That's it's very a general mind trick for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like I got my clothes on. Everyone's going to think I'm hilarious now.
1: Right. Now I yeah. have no shame. I have nothing. Uh, you know, everything's. They, can, everything's they can't, see my,
0: everything. they can't see my belly button. They
1: can't see my belly button. Everything's good. That's yes. smart. Maybe that's how I get over my stage Maybe fright.
0: Maybe that's how you get over your stage fright. So Maybe.
1: We'll see. I'm going to start talking to myself naked in the mirror. <laughs>
0: We were talking about on uh, on just to digress for a second on guilty by association. I was talking about how I was like Brian is really funny, but Brian will never get on stage. Like, but Whiskey Brian writes down a lot of ideas about things that he should he should see on stage. And one of the funnest things in the world is to try to like dissect, like read back, like what does this mean, Whiskey Brian? Right.
1: I had some good ones. I updated yep. my calendar li- recently, and it got rid of all my notes. So
0: oh, I'm no. Bummer. Yeah.
1: yeah. I all think right. my favorite was, like, the um, uh, the guide dog for my alcoholism. Or, but,
0: no, I was going to say it was, like, coming up <laughs> with cute names for your alcoholism. I remember that oh, one. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, there are some good ones yeah, in there. There
0: were but, some. There were. I was just trying to, to like, re- recognize what they meant was the funnest part. but. <laughs> But one thing you can also do, Brian, is list five things you like about your body. Okay. Hell yeah. That's like getting comfortable with your body. There's five things you like about it. Brian, list yeah. five things you like about your body right now. Right now? Right now.
1: Um I got big broad, broad shoulders. There you go. Yeah. Um, I know not everyone likes it, but I'm hairy as fuck.
0: Some <laughs> ladies do like it. love it, yeah.
1: Yeah. My best friend,
0: Laura, has to have a hairy chest. She's like, yeah. men's got to be hairy.
1: Yeah, th- I love it. Um, let's see. I mean, my beard is kind of my body, right? Yes, it is. I it's all love, part I, of your body. I do love my beard. You have a wonderful um, beard. Two more, two more. My eyes. I, I was I just going to
0: say, you have I, wonderful eyes.
1: Yeah, and when when I do keep my mustache trim, I have some pretty thick lips. There you go. <laughs> when you can see it.
0: See? That's fine. That's so easy. If Brian can it do like... it, anyone can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, sleeping naked.
1: It's my favorite. It
0: is my favorite. Also, if you're not sleeping naked, you're missing out. This is the one time of the day that your body has to just breathe. Yeah. It's very good for your vagina as well.
1: I mean, with a, with a six-year-old running out, around the house, it's kind of... <laughs> right, you <know>? but still... <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, get comfortable with your body.
1: Yeah. All right, the next thing you can do about this is talk to your partner and use Beth's second favorite C word. <laughs> Communicate your desire to change.
0: Yes, if they understand and know, hey, listen, I grew up really repressed in this sexuality stuff. Like you know, yeah. I, I went to church a lot growing up. Yeah. I feel a lot of shame towards this stuff, and you and they understand that they're going to be more gentle and like help you to get to where you want to be.
1: Yeah, no, and that makes a lot of sense. And just communicating that, and 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 sometimes even saying those things out loud if you right. say like look i really grew up in in a very religious household and sex was not talked about it if it was talked about it was talked about negatively mm-hmm. um it's not meant to be enjoyed it's not meant to be casual it is for marriage it is for procreation mm-hmm. um okay but like if your partner that loud, understands
0: that if they and that's the thing is like it, it can only help to tell them this stuff.
1: You know what I mean? Sure. But also saying that out loud helps you understand. That, right. Like, hmm, maybe that wasn't the best way. Right. You know? Right. Like, I, I don't want my kids at, you know, they're 10 and 12 now. And oh, 10
0: my 10 God. God. That's fucking crazy. I know, so old. But it's I don't so want crazy. them
1: just to, like, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of get, I don't know. I don't want them to just. At 13, going around banging whatever moves, because
0: there's you know a what, Brian?
1: podcast that says so.
0: But. <laughs> but you know what, Brian? That's an excellent segue, because, because the next best thing that you can do is break the cycle. Yeah. Promote healthy ideas about sexuality. Okay, there Talk it is. Talk about sex honestly in an age-appropriate way to younger mm-hmm. People, okay? Gotcha. Exposing children to relationships between people of all genders through real life or media portrayals, right? Mm-hmm. Teaching children what healthy romantic and sexual relationships look like, not by banging in front of them, but, you know, by like, <laughs> right. you know, like holding Nicole's hand in public or, you know, mm. like being kind to her. Just the way that you treat her is going to have drastic effects on the way her son treats women. For the rest of his life, period. Like, oh, I mean, you know what I mean? That's just not to like, obviously, I mean, but that's just the fact of the matter. So like teaching children what healthy relationships look like, you know, providing affirming resources to LGBTQIA plus children. Mm-hmm. And then teaching that consent from a very early age. Like, so you as an adult having children are responsible for making sure that they Moving forward, have healthy ideas about this stuff.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the biggest thing that, I mean, my parents did, was they just avoided it. They didn't... They didn't sit down and talk about it. They were just like, no, nope, we're not talking about this ever.
0: Yeah, that's what my the way my parents were, too. But, you know, now that I'm an adult, like, you know, my dad and I, like, especially as soon as the podcast, like, started being a thing, like, mm-hmm. we were able to just, like, understand each other as, like, adults who are sexual beings and, like, not, like, that we need to talk about it. But, like, you know, he, like, supports the fact that I have this show and, like, thinks it's funny and, you know, like you know what I mean? Like I can recognize that it's healthy to be an adult and talk about this stuff. So yeah,
1: yeah, that is fair. Yeah. All right. And the last thing that you can do, um, and not least is seek help with a sex therapist. And you know, you've said it, you, you say it best. So I'm going to let you say it, but you have that analogy with like, a broken arm
0: right okay so if you had any other part of your body that was broken if you had a broken arm broken leg you would go to see a doctor immediately so why would you not go see a doctor when the most important part of your of your body is not functioning properly yes the one that runs everything else yep period
1: yeah and it's not i mean it's not something to be shameful of like check it out it's not that bad I yeah. talked to therapists before.
0: Yeah, I have too.
1: Yeah. it was one of the and, best things
0: I ever did, especially as a younger adult.
1: Holy cow! Well, and and either you kind of get that affirmation that you're doing the right thing, or mm-hmm. you know you're you're progressing in the right manner. Yep. Or you kind of get ideas of how to like, oh, okay, let me try something different when the situation arises again. Mm-hmm. The way I've been handling the situation before has been wrong. Yeah. And to have that confirmation that. From professional, mm-hmm. that helps. Bingo, bingo! All right, good shit. Good that was, shit. That was yeah, repressed, repressed sexuality. sexuality. Yeah, that was a good one. That there was a good, good, good thing. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I would say that almost one hundred percent of serial killers have some form of repressed sexuality somewhere S- in their lives.
0: Right. Yes, I would agree. Or the or um like sexual predators.
1: 100%. Yep. 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 Because so. if it's meant to be like a shameful thing and, and, and you're not allowed to enjoy it, you probably seek more dangerous ways of getting it. Exactly. Think about drugs. Yep. You know, think think about weed 20 years ago when you could just walk <laughs> into a store and buy it.
0: Oh, that's, you know what I mean? It, what a time to be alive. I'll tell you what. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a time to be alive and four miles from Massachusetts. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so great!
1: Yeah, twenty years ago when that wasn't available. Yeah, no, you had and... to like
0: call some guy named Steve who you met at the Beef Villa in Elgin, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> I miss none some of there's a
0: really specific <laughs> like answer to that, but this you know that's what I had to do.
1: Um, yeah, and, and then you're going over to somebody's house that you don't know. Right.
0: Shout out to B Villa. That was <laughs>
1: <laughs> shout out to B Villa. I miss that. It was so good. Oh, man, those Italian combos, uh-huh. the, Italian, uh, the Italian beef on top, the Italian sausage on the bottom. If you're smart or you know what you're doing, you get provolone on the top. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm.
0: Like half my friends worked at beef in yeah. <laughs> <high> school. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, yeah. Brian, are you ready for the Watch the Frank Tinder Profile Week? I'm laid
1: back, but spontaneous.
0: I love to travel and love. I
1: like pinky rings and Ed Hardy.
0: My kids come first. I don't play games.
1: What the, the Frank, Frank Profile of the week. week. I am ready, but I am also out of content. Okay, so.
0: that's all right. This one is enough <laughs> for everybody. Okay, Brian, are you ready to meet Joseph? Yes. Joseph is 33 years old. And I will keep in mind that this is, oof. Okay. It's like one long run on sentence. So when I say this the way I'm saying it, I'm reading it how it's, it's expressed. Okay.
1: I gotcha. Joseph deals weed out of the pillow. Oh, <laughs> <street. laughs>
0: Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Okay. Um, have a son who is my world.
1: Mm. Of course. See? He does. I know that I bitch when women do that,
0: but when a guy does it.
1: Is it? Do you have the same feelings about it? Oh, it's it? so
0: annoying. It's No, okay. he isn't. No, he isn't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I enjoy hunting, fishing, anything to do with the outdoors, which the outdoors is the only thing he's capitalized so far, by the way. Oh, okay. With the outdoors, I love to travel. I love to go on walks. I also like the beach, going to the movies, also like to cook. I'm a Scorpio, which means dot, 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 dot. I'm the beast. Lol, mm, yeah. Jk, and I'm super corny. Sometimes, lol, lol, I'm very blunt. When I need to be, I smoke bud weed.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: so if you don't like it and can't be around it, sorry. Dot dot dot. That's me. In a quick nutshell, I'm really looking for a real relationship. And tbh, sick of being alone at night. Okay, couple things. Bud would be the word that you should have the around. Okay, we all know what fucking weed is. Right. Second of all, can I buy a period anywhere? (laughs) Can I buy a vowel? A a capital letter?
1: Outdoors is
0: is the only thing. And Scorpio. Scorpio is also capitalized. Um, My bad, but that's it.
1: And you know, you know that this podcast. hate scorpios i don't want to say hey wait but no like, but
0: it's not the greatest just,
1: no scorpio if you say that then nope done that's 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 left and he Very says which
0: means da 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 and i'm going oh and he's i'm the beast what does the beast ugh. mean
1: what does I that mean, mean so to be fair one of the uh, to reference another meme that was put on the Frankenbeans podcast was <laughs> everybody hates a scorpio until it's time to fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah so
1: <laughs> so there is that. Yes. True. But that's the only thing you're good for Scorpios. Right. And listening to Frankenbeans. That's And smoking bud weed. Bud weed. Uh, we get it. Yeah, no,
0: we know also, what bud is
1: this is this is the profile that started the what the frank profile of the week segment i like outdoors i like to travel i like to eat i have a son who is my world this is the exact (laughs) like profile that started this segment because we were so tired
0: periods no stop to a sentence
1: but be a little bit more specific. What kind of beaches do you like? The beaches in And in
0: also like TVH. I'm sorry, but anyone who has watched, <laughs> anyone who has watched Workaholics <laughs> know that TVH means tight butthole. Okay? <laughs> so don't use TVH, to be honest. I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what kind of beaches do you like? Do you like sunny beaches? Do you like um, Oregon beaches? Do you like Alaskan beaches? There's a million different types of beaches.
0: Uh, so I could cook. Okay, what are you cooking? Are you cooking the things that you're hunting and fishing? And also, right. you live in Providence, so what are you really hunting or right. fishing?
1: Yeah. You like to travel. Do you, do you like to travel? To what to what
0: are you hunting you like in Providence? A bar that might be open? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hunt one of those down.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is just the most basic archetype. Right profile, and there's millions of them out there.
0: It's the exact same thing over and over again. Well, at least he didn't say,
1: They basically did.
0: He basically (laughs) did. Especially the, I smoke bud. (laughs) Weed. Bro, we know what weed is. Bud is the one where you might have to be like, I smoke bud. What does he mean by that? Oh, weed.
1: Weed. Oh, yeah. Weed is not the in the quotation marks, yeah,
0: the shh, bud shh. is in the quotation marks.
1: Weird. Also,
0: if you feel it like, yeah, okay, apparently has no concerns about a real job whatsoever. So there's that. Oh, okay. So anyway, Joseph. Anyway. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, Beth, I may not be crushing on Joseph this week, but I do have another crush. <laughs> do you- <laughs> I do, and this is a crush that this is a very I'm actually very. This is a good crush. It's a
0: very specific crush, really.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: This is a crush I've waited long and hard to become available. I
1: mean, they broke my heart <sighs> they the bro- last time. They told me no.
0: Thank you, me too. But now they're
1: back, and they're ready to explore. Single and ready to make off. Mm. <laughs> I'm ready for this. I'm always crushing on McDonald's, but this week specifically. For bringing back fan favorite high C orange USA 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 USA. USA.
0: Okay, yes. How are people supposed to be hungover and go get McDonald's breakfast if they can't ask for the largest high C orange ever with their order? Okay, I don't even remember.
1: This is the only drink known to man that, like, no matter what the size, you're going to finish it in two gulfs. Uh, literally. it's that fucking good.
0: And and it is, like, a surefire hangover here. Like, literally, mm-hmm. you eat, you drink this, you order the largest high-sea orange ever with your McDonald's mm-hmm. breakfast, and poof, hangover, poof. Gone. Done. gone. Done. Done. Done.
1: Oof.
0: So, McDonald's, Mc- thank you. Yes, we're always crushing on you, McDonald's. <laughs> right. But now that the icy orange is back, my heart pitter patters for you alone. <sighs> okay. Well, unfortunately, Brian, despite the love of the icy orange being back, uh, there's somebody we have to dump this week. Yeah. And it is the entire government of the state of Texas for its gross mishandling and failure to prepare for the deadly winter storms and subsequent. Multiple-day blackouts that killed at least 37 people from freezing to death.
1: Freezing to death. Including that is not one 11-year-old like, boy. Oh, my God. Freezing to death has not been a concern of humans for thousands of years. Like, we've figured this out. Yep. How to how to stay indoors and keep the heat going, all that other Like, other like
0: literally, I was just talking to somebody about this, how, like, in Chicago, they literally made it, like, illegal. Like, they can't shut your power off during the winter. Right. They made that a thing decades ago. hmm Because they were like, whoa, this is not right, that people who just can't pay their outrageous power bill can, like, die of freezing to death.
1: Yeah. Like the last time in America, thirty-seven people died from freezing to death, was the fucking Donner Party, right? And you you saw what happened then, right? There should be no reason that anyone in America should ever die from freezing to death. That's no. got to be the worst fucking way to go. It's disgusting. It's just slow and drawn out. Yep. And, ugh.
0: And Ted Cruz thought it'd be a great time for a little family vacation, but it's fine.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Sunny Cancun was it?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. oh just dropping nice. the kids off oh yes
1: mm. sorry no big deal mm. no big
0: deal anyway
1: anyway it's not we've us we've got to yeah lose our number uh-huh <laughs> we've got a bunch of shout outs this week yes um first and foremost uh we have joined the Pitch KC podcast network woo I think yeah I think we actually go live sometime in March with them okay um you're still going to be able to find us on all of the platforms that you've, that you're already listening, but we're going to be on a couple more. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Um, once we get into it, we're going to tell you about our new friends that have podcasts on the Pitch KC network. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you like this podcasts. content, you will like all yeah, of that you're content too. like this. There's only one other sex and relationship podcast, but I'm very interested in it because it's, it's, um, it's made by and meant for um african-americans all right how they deal with relationships i love it so that would be interesting i and smell I a mashup forward up. i was gonna say i would look forward for a cross i'm looking for friends. an
0: interracial podcast here yeah <laughs> um also i would just like to remind you to listen to guilty by association from this week uh that is my friend my good friend, Mike Callis Podcast, uh, a.k.a. Snacks and uh, Milkshake, who had the very funny Mo Alexander and myself on this week, and it was just a lot of fun and a total blast uh, to have. So that is a great show. Definitely listen to them uh, wherever Guilty by Association.
1: Is that... Um, oh, and it's already... That episode is already available. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I will be listening to that. Yeah. And... Um, Next we got a shout out for our good comedian friend Ray Porter. Yes. And his new website that I'm so proud of him. He this dude like we just sit there and we build each other up. Hell yeah. I love I love talking to him and he's like I love Ray. You know, some people are giving me um, shit or you know, they're they're nitpicking on the on the website and it's like, look, your website is great. Right. You know, like I'm so proud of you for doing this fucking keep going oh
0: yeah he's so wonderful and he's so fucking funny
1: yeah so you can go look him up at originalgimp.com and before you say that's offensive he he
0: has cerebral polio (laughs) cerebral palsy but he he is a person with a living with a disability and yeah he is a very very funny comedian so it's not offensive he's allowed to use that word it's fine
1: yeah um, so go look him up at originalgimp.com. dot um, He's got a one hour comedy special on there that you can check out. He also on his on his uh, website has the availability to buy shirts made yeah. by yours truly. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah!
0: Hell yeah! Oh, and right. they're pretty
1: cool shirts. I always enjoy working on his shirts and doing shit for him. He's such a good guy and just for sure can talk to that guy for four hours. I
0: know, and I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I've had to put a, like some restrictions on it. Like, um, it's such a good dude. I can't so wait for amazing.
0: A- so funny. You guys will it'd it will be worth every penny. So definitely go check it out. Yeah. All right, all right. Brian. Well, you know what? Don't repress your sexuality, a little Franks and beanies. Yeah, and have uh I don't know. Be
1: a slut, you little French ladies.